and welcome to another episode of the Scrumcast. I'm Roy Vandewater. I'm Derek Neighbors. And I'm Kane Ma. And today um, we will be talking about performance reviews. So, Kane, um, in the past I've talked to quite a few managers who want to figure out who the star performers on their team are. What advice would you give somebody asking that type of question? Wow. Um, boy, that's a difficult question to start off with. Um, uh, to be honest, within an agile environment, it's very difficult to do, um, in large part because it's um, it's a different system. And my advice, quite honestly, would be to measure the team rather than the individual. Um, so look for star teams rather than star individuals. So what if somebody kind of comes back and says, you know, well, isn't that a, a little bit of a communist view? I mean, how, how am I going to motivate the troops if, um, you know, there's no incentive for them um, uh, to perform uh, better than someone else? But there is absolutely every incentive uh, for the individual as well. Um, in large part, the incentive is uh, intrinsic rather than extrinsic. In other words, it's self-motivated uh, uh, incentive. The ability to create a great product and to have that great product out there on the marketplace and seeing users uh, using that great product. Um, so, in, in large part, that's the uh, the big benefit or one of the huge benefits of doing agile software development, uh, rather than just a you know um, a large paycheck at the end of the day. And so, I've seen a, a couple of teams where um, they start to question: Is is it really even worth doing it individual performance reviews? And, and so, you know, if, if it really is kind of more intrinsic motivation and it really is you're trying to measure the performance of the entire team or the entire organization, uh, do you think that there might be a time where we get to where we're not even doing individual performance reviews? Uh, I would love to see that. I, quite honestly, I think that would be a beautiful thing. Um, it, I unfortunately have also realized that, um, you know, this is in large part the real world. And many organizations will struggle with that. Uh, many organizations already do struggle with that. So do, we, do I think that we will realistically get there? I think, honestly, I think that would be very doubtful. Um, however, having said that, you know, the closer we get there, the better. Um, I would push for it myself, um, but I wouldn't necessarily expect that to be the case. So taking it from a different perspective, instead of, in, instead of having the performance reviews in place as an incentive, what, what if I have a new position that has opened up? Like I have, I have a position for Scrum Master, or I have a position for Product Owner, or maybe even, maybe even a C-level position. How do I decide who to promote and bring up to that position when everybody on the team should be treated as the, the whole team? Um, I'm a big fan of actually giving it a shot. Uh, try it and see. Um, you may get some good results, you may get some disastrous results. Um, but you're never going to know unless you actually try that. So, so you mean you mean have the entire team have that position, or just pick somebody and see what happens? Uh, we'll speak to the team and ask the team who they would like to be their CIO, or CTO. Oh, I gotcha. Um, if that's what you need, um, and so have the team make that decision and, and have a discussion about that. Um, but unless you actually try that, uh, you're never actually going to figure out who the best person is actually going to be. Um, I've come across instances in the past where someone who I thought might be an ideal CEO turned out to be someone who was not an ideal CEO, and uh, vice versa. And I think that is a natural consequence of you know just being a human being. Uh, sometimes what we perceive is not really the reality, 
Um, and so try asking the team. They'll have a much better idea of who are good or uh, what they're looking for as part of the CEO. Um, and so ask the team and, and have them have their feedback and then go with that and see how that works. So, so I mean, I, I absolutely, I think you're kind of speaking our love language. We're, we're very much about uh, be, be human. Um, but why do you think it's so hard for uh, management and organizations to actually do the human thing? Well, why do you think they revert back to, um, you know, behaviors where they don't ask the team who, who they think should be in charge or who should be in a particular position? What do you think, what do you think uh, inhibits them from doing uh, the thing that would seem to be so natural to do? Um, gosh, um, <laughs> I'm not really sure how to uh, fully answer that one. Uh, it, as a real, I mean, uh, to to give you an honest answer, that would be. Um, I think a lot of it comes down to greed. Uh, I think a lot of it is uh, tied to um, pay at the end of the day, and to a certain extent, we're all uh, somewhat selfish. And I know this myself. I mean, I, I've acted in a selfish way in the past. Um, and I think that provided that we have systems in place that gear towards people's greed and selfishness, uh, selfishness, then I think it will be very difficult to, to walk away from that. I think, uh, I think it might sorry. also potentially be a, um, a situation of arrogance where if I'm, the C, if I'm the CEO or whatever position, like I should know best, right? So like I don't want to... I don't want to defer to my team because I should know better than them because I'm in a higher position. So I'm going to make the decision to to who to mm, bring up. Absolutely. I'd, I'd not justifying that, but I, I think that might have some part of it. Mm, yeah, ego, absolutely. Ego is uh, probably a very big factor in, in that sort of decision making as well. Absolutely. So, in a environment in which you rate the team instead of the individuals. How do you choose individual pay? Like, how, how are people's salaries going to work? I think everyone uh, should have a baseline individual pay, to be honest, um, because everyone is different. Um, and we all have different skills, and different skills are valued differently in the marketplace. So I, I have no um, qualm about um, uh, individual pay, and individual pay being different for every individual on the team. Um, I, I think that's a real reflection of the real world. So, um, in that regard, I, I don't have a uh, an issue with that at all. Um, I think that uh, any incentives on top of that, however, need to be done on a team basis. In other words, if the team is successful in meeting their uh, accomplishments, whatever those uh, those accomplishments accomplishments may be, then they should be rewarded as a team rather than. Uh, on an individual basis. So there should be some element of individual compensation, um, but there should also be some element of uh, team-based compensation. So how do you decide um, which individuals make what? Like if, you, if you're going to have individual compensation, how would I choose to pay one developer or one employee more than another? Um, my actually, uh, my favorite way of doing this is to make it totally open. In other words, have um, uh, compensation transparent, um, and then um, and I admit that that's a totally radical uh, for most organisations. That's a totally radical suggestion. Um, however, having said that, if you make it totally transparent, then the onus is on the individual to justify his or her salary. So, say for example, you have a developer who's making twice as much as a tester. Unless they can justify that, then maybe they shouldn't be getting paid twice as much. 
Yeah, I, I've seen a, a couple of instances, too, where I, I think that, you know, as we kind of move into 21st century work, that we have to challenge what we consider compensation. I'm seeing a lot of um, employees choose, um, you know, potentially more time off or more flexible schedules or, um, you know, various um, other forms of incentive or compensation um, that they prefer over pay. So they actually would uh, take a lower uh, pay um, to have a more flexible schedule or be able to work on product or projects that are more meaningful to um, you know, their direction in life. And I think that, uh, you know, we're just scratching the surface when we're talking about performance problems in the sense of, I think, incentive, performance, and compensation are all going to be in a pretty serious uh, flux in the next decade or two as the market heats up for talented, creative knowledge workers and the um, supply is not quite there for the demand um, that we're going to get, you know, I, I, I'm curious to see where it's going to go, I guess, would be. Uh, are, are you seeing similar things out there in the organizations you're working with? Absolutely, absolutely. And it's, it's not only things that you've mentioned, and those absolutely will be impacted, but it's also things like people's um, uh, titles, career paths. Um, I, I think all of those things will be impacted. Um, and certainly um, with the small to medium companies that I uh, tend to enjoy working with, that does tend to be um, uh, the direction that they go. In other words, they tend to go towards a much flatter structure with a much more open uh, mechanism for compensation and pay. So if uh, for a small company, I could see making this type of transition to such a radical new approach to uh, individual compensation and uh, performance reviews on a whole team basis instead of on an individual team basis. But how how would you work on something like that if you are within a small agile team within a larger organization and that organization has uh, a strong culture of individual performance reviews or has a demand of having a certain number of employees be promoted out of the small team every so often or, or something like that. Like what, what would you suggest to those types of teams? Well, um, in any situation like that, in other words, you're trying to make a, um, you're trying to introduce a uh, agile approach within a large organization. You have to be prepared for the fact that there is going to be uh, some cultural change that is necessary to accommodate the agile team. Um, and so, I wouldn't expect that the um, the cultural change would be something that will happen overnight. In fact, historically, it takes anywhere from uh, two plus years for that to happen effectively within a large organization. However, having said that, you do need to ha start having the conversations because unless you start having the conversations with your um, HR organization, things will never change. Unless you actually sit down with the HR organization and say, look, these are some of the impacts. We would like a team-based bonus rather than an individual bonus. We would like to have a flattened hierarchical structure, in other words, fewer titles, rather than a very you know structured Team. Um, unless you're willing to take those conversations and have those conversations, then nothing within the organization will change. Um, and really, uh, my feeling is that for a team to be truly successful with an agile approach within a large organization, 
then the large organization has to acknowledge some of those differences and actually start addressing them. So I think an, another part of performance reviews are uh, giving people a feedback mechanism on how they can improve as an individual. And so why I think when it comes to incentive, I don't think that it makes a whole lot of sense to have individual incentive on team-based work. Um, I think there's probably definitely still room for um, improvement on an individual level within a team. So how are you seeing teams uh, give each other valuable feedback to improve as individuals um, when there's maybe not that mechanism of a regular performance review to uh, kind of hand that feedback back to them? Um, so um, let's be clear. Traditional performance reviews are almost entirely political. Um, and the feedback that they give um, is often given back for political reasons. And I say this from personal experience. I spent, you know, maybe 20 years of my life um, within large organizations doing exactly those types of performance review. Um, and so I would suggest that the feedback given by traditional performance reviews tends to be very, very negative rather than very, very positive. Um, I'd be very, very cautious about them myself. Um, a better approach is to have people to provide feedback on an ongoing basis. Um, and quite honestly, uh, within an agile team, the best feedback that I can get uh, from the team is if the team said to me, look, Kane, we want to work with you on an ongoing basis. That's fantastic feedback. However, the opposite is also true. If the team comes to me and says, look, Kane, we don't think you're working out. We'd like you to leave the team. For me, that's a clear indication that I need to uh, change my behavior and improve my performance. So I think real feedback coming from people that I work with on a day-to-day -day basis is far more valuable and far more uh, honest, too, um, than feedback that you might have once a year as part of a performance review. All right. Uh, I think... Uh, is there anything that you would like to promote or anything that you're currently working on that you'd like to tell us about? Um, well, I, I do have uh, a newsletter where I talk about these issues as well as a whole bunch of other ag agile issues. Um, and it's called the Scrum Addendum. Um, and you can find it at my website, uh, scrumology.com. Um, and so uh, if your uh, listeners would like to hear more about these types of issues, feel free to sign up. Yes, thanks for joining us. Thanks very much. Bye now. Is there something you'd like to hear in a future episode? Head over to integramtech.com slash podcast, where you can suggest a topic or a guest. Looking for an easy way to stay up to date with the latest news, techniques, and events in the Agile community? Sign up today at agileweekly.com. It's the best Agile content delivered weekly for free. The Agile Weekly podcast is brought to you by Integram Technologies and recorded at Gangplank Studios in Chandler, Arizona. For old episodes, check out integramtech.com or subscribe on iTunes. Would you like to chat about this topic a bit more? Check out the Agile Weekly Facebook fan page, where you can discuss this episode with the hosts and other listeners.